Today is Thursday, October 5th, in the year 2023. So I was thinking about uh, this podcast. I was thinking about how I would bring the different characters and stories of the long history of Loyola High School back to Loyola High School for students and parents and alumni to to really get to know the history of this place and get to know the the people on this campus that that uh, that work here that have worked here for a long time and maybe even not worked here for a long time just a few years but in order to bring this community closer together to get to know each other a little bit better I thought it'd be uh, a wise thing to do to allow people to to tell their stories to ask people to share their passions and their hobbies and and what got them into education and and you know what keeps them going here at Loyola. So that is the premise of this podcast. I'm looking forward to to meeting the different characters on this campus and uh, getting to know them better, um, getting to know uh, about their college experiences, their uh, childhood experiences, their families, and really uh, uh, what they bring to this community because they bring it every day. And um, I'm just in awe of the various people that, that uh, show so much passion and show so much dedication to this place. So let's get into it. This is We Are Loyola. All right, Rob Gore here. Welcome to the We Are Loyola podcast. I am lucky to have the one and only Mr. Chris Walter here with me as my interviewee this morning. He is the 1.1, the first draft pick for the We Are Loyola podcast, and I thought it'd be fitting because he is a longtime member. How many years at Loyola? This is my 26th year at Loyola as a teacher. 26 at Loyola as a teacher. You've been the varsity coach all 26 years? Uh, varsity, varsity soccer coach. Varsity, varsity head soccer coach since 2000. So I've been here be my 24th year as a head coach. 24th year as the, the head varsity coach. He is also the director of student activities and is also an algebra teacher it's been here for a really long time. Um, really lucky to have Mr. Walter. And, uh, you know, for this podcast, we're here just for the Loyola community. want to get to know a little bit more about you. I know you really well. I'm lucky enough to call you one of my best friends here on campus, and that's why it's so comfortable having you as the first guest in this podcast. And, um, you know, I, I think I'm going to ask you some questions that are going to even uh, allow me to get to know you better, even though we know each other quite well already. But, uh, you know, just jumping off, uh, you know, what what kind of brought you? You went to school at Loyola, so let's go back there. So when did you graduate? I graduated in 1993. 1993, and um, let's 
think about uh, maybe some of your experiences as a student on campus in 1990, early 1990s. What were some of the, the, the big experiences? I know going, going a little bit back there, I'm sorry, but, uh, but some things that, that jumped out at you, maybe some teachers that you had or some of the experiences, the retreat experiences that you had at the time. I assume you went on Kairos at that time. And um, I did not go on Kairos. Oh, actually. you didn't? Our senior year was the first Kairos, so... Um, I did not attend. So Kairos started in 1993. I believe so. Cause okay. Mr. Held always says he was on Kairos number one. Ah. And what year is Mr. Held? A year behind you? No, he's the same year. We're oh, same year. Oh, but you didn't go on it. I did not go on it. How how uh, how heavily attended was that first Kairos? If you remember, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. But we just had our freshman retreat weekend this weekend, and we did have a freshman retreat, um, and um, we had a good time with that. And I, don't remember exactly the activities, but I remember it brought our class closer together and made us feel more part of the Loyola community. And hopefully that same thing happened for our freshmen this weekend. Yeah. Did you spend the night on campus? We did. Okay. We did. So that's a longstanding tradition. Yes, it is. Yeah. That was a, that was a great weekend. I know. So Owen is a freshman. I know we'll, we'll talk about your boys as well, but you know, my, my son is a ninth grader and had a, had a great experience with his big brothers and Having Mr. Schaefer as his uh, his faculty leader at the house um, was a, was a special thing. So oh, I cool. can't really get anything out of him though, right? So I <laughs> ask him when he gets home, what, "What did you take away from you know the retreat? And it, how was it? And it was good, right? Like of course. So it was but fun. Uh, yeah, it was fun, right? Um, but uh, I think he had a great time, and he's um, he's he's doing really well. So can I uh, you know kind of jump into that with with your sons? You know, you um, talk to us a little bit about them. Um, maybe their experience here, where they are now, you know, what they're, what they're doing. Sure. My, my oldest son, Jake, um, graduated two years ago. He's a sophomore at LMU right now. Um, and when he was here, it was, it was just amazing to have a son on campus and, um, see Loyola through the lens of a parent. And I've been here when my brother was here. I've been a student, I've been teaching and coaching and, um, doing student activities for a long time, but to see him come home on a daily basis and talk to me about my colleagues um, that I know well and don't know well um, and what was going on in their classroom. What did he say? What did he say about his college? I'm just <laughs> it kidding. Was, no, I, it was all good stuff. It was all good <laughs> stuff. He really, really enjoyed um, his teachers and the classes and um, the friends and bonds he made with um, the students here. He still has today. And, yeah. You know, they're over at the house or he's talking to them on the phone or... He's going down to Huntington Beach to hang out with the dean's son, um, <laughs> with Dane. And um, so he, he just has a really good relationship with friends. And we talk a lot about lifetime friends and lifetime lifelong bonds here. Mm -hmm. um, and Cubs for life and friends for life. And, you know, I had that experience. But um, it's great to see that my oldest has had that same experience. Right. And, I, you know, I'll just jump in there because I, I, I'm not a graduate of Loyola High School. I grew up in San Diego for the listener that might be out there. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I married a woman who went to Marlboro and a lot of her friends went to Loyola. And I just, you know, it was one of the first things I recognized about that, that bond of guys that they were, you know, that they were really good friends even five, ten years after college. Um, and I see that with you, and I see that with a lot of alumni um, here, uh, which is a really special thing. It's really about that brotherhood and about um, something unique that this experience uh, is for, for the, the guys that come here. So yeah, it's no, really it is. cool. It's, it's, it's still have a special bond with 
I do as well. Brian Hell, as we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. I share a classroom with him. We graduated together. We were both at each other's weddings. And Pat Kirchin, class of 93, volunteers right. and coaches soccer with me, just volunteers his time um, to help out as much as he possibly can. And there's a couple other dads that are having, and have eighth graders coming in next year mm-hmm. um, that are class of 93 that have coached their kids or um, just seen them around. Around, around Westchester or different things like yeah. that. So makes us feel old, right? Yes, <laughs> definitely old. old. Uh, yeah, but Jake. You know, so he's helping out with the cross country team, yes, too, right? So he's true. back. And on Jake campus? is back, back coaching. Um, he arranged his schedule so he can be down here Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday morning. Sometimes Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, Monday he works down at LMU, mm-hmm. um, but he comes out Saturdays as well. So he absolutely, absolutely loves coaching and being out there with the guys and. There's a lot of mornings where I'm on the field coaching soccer and he's on the track. Um, so mm-hmm. c- continue to see him even though he's graduated. and um, He's majoring in history and thinks that he wants to potentially teach and coach. And Where did that passion come from, history? Um, Any idea? I believe it was from the, the teachers that he had here. Right. Um, he had some amazing teachers, some that are still here, some that have moved on. Um, but they made him really think deeply and um, piqued his curiosity and interest and um, I remember a story where he was a teacher kind of wanted to give the students like a break and kind of showed a video and the teacher normally doesn't show many videos Um, but he showed a video just kind of give a break and then after class Jake went up to him and told him that he much rather have heard him lecture um, than watch the video because he really enjoyed his lectures and um, you know all the important points that he would bring up or stories he would tell about whatever the topic happened to be. Right. Yeah. Well, big shout out to the social science department. Yes. Well done out there. Um, well, good. And then Nate is here. He's, he's, uh, he, I saw him working out so- with the soccer team this morning. Is, is he playing goalkeeper? He is not playing. Goalkeeper. Okay. Um, we'll, get there. Enough, we'll get there. He's tall enough to play goalkeeper, <laughs> but, um, he's on the varsity soccer team. Um, he's made his, way up as a freshman as freshman soccer team and then sophomore jv and now he's on varsity um so it's it's fun and also a challenge to have your son on the varsity soccer team um but he's doing doing well with that and has similar friendships that he developed with um some of his teammates on the soccer field as well as cross country he ran cross country for first um, freshman and sophomore year he did not run this year um and he's got some really really good friends that that take care of him in more ways than one mm-hmm. and um, help him out when he needs it. And um, he's enjoying being a cub as well. Great. And um, really having a good time. And my youngest one, Aiden's in eighth grade, and he's looking forward to being here next year. Um, he's super, super busy doing tons of stuff in the eighth grade. He's vice president. Oh, and cool. Playing flag football doing mock trial he's in the spring musical which is the first oh. first walter that what, has what, done that. what production is it they are doing um oh i'm going blank it'll come to me um the adams family oh They're doing the adams family very nice it's just an ensemble role but they, have, they practice a couple days a week and that's um, great he's doing all that and doing still doing his club baseball which is his passion so. it's truly jesuit of him spreading himself across all those realms he yeah. is yeah he's, that's he's Following the Jesuit ways, yes. That's great. Well, speaking of that, going and back to you, where you went from Loyola High School, went to LMU, played soccer at LMU, um, and uh, what what went into your decision from going from Loyola High School to LMU? 
Uh, and it might have been a big reason. Soccer might may have been a big reason. I know it's close to home too. So, Those are it's close to home. We're, we grew up, or my parents still live in Manhattan Beach, um, so it's close to home. Um, we have a long tradition of my family that has gone to Loyola High um, or Loyola University, and mm. then LMU. My That's grandpa. Right. Went there. He's in the Hall of Fame for hmm. both basketball and soccer, oh, really? basketball and baseball. Wow! Um, my two uncles went there. My dad played basketball there. Hmm. My brother Scott mm-hmm. is in the Hall of Fame for baseball. Right there. Um, so we had a lot of my aunts went there. So there's a lot of family that went there. Um, so it was familiar with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also it was the first year that LMU was given soccer scholarships. Mm-hmm. So it was a great opportunity for me to come in with a bunch of freshmen. I think we had 16 freshmen that came in that year. Wow. And um, I got to play right from game one, um, whereas some other schools that I was looking at probably would have had to sit for a couple of years right. behind other you know, juniors and seniors that had had a lot of playing experience. So it was a good opportunity for me, both soccer-wise and academically. Yeah, oh, a great academic school, absolutely. And you know, even a goalkeeper. I don't know if we mentioned that, but you yeah, were Division One goalkeeper. goalkeeper. Yeah, and that's that's pretty rare for a freshman to come in and play at that one position. You know, uh, I think field positions you might have an opportunity to do that more so than a goalkeeping position because you need to usually put in your time to, right. to take that starting role but that's really neat. Uh, and you know, your brothers. I'll mention that one of the one of the craziest and I think one of the coolest. Uh, things I could say about your family and really your parents is that they raised really, really great young men, but they also raised three Division One athletes all in three different sports, which is really unusual to me. You know, usually when you see, you know, Division One athletes, brothers that go on to play Division One uh, sports, it's usually in the same sport, uh, but you played soccer and then, you know, talk about your brothers. Yeah, I played soccer. Um, my brother Scott played baseball at LMU as well, or um, not as well, but same school that I went to. And then he went on to play professionally for five or six years in the Kansas City Orga- Kansas City Royal Organization, and now he's scouting for the Orioles, so he's still doing baseball. And my brother Tim, Tim got a scholarship to Colorado State University and was the center for there for five years. He had a mm-hmm. redshirt year in there, um, started at two, maybe three of the years. Um, and had had a good career, and he's still in Colorado, married, and is coaching football and actually varsity girls soccer. Um, <laughs> really? He played soccer here at Loyola with me. Yeah. Um, and then my dad was a Division One um, college athlete at LMU as a basketball player. So that's really you mentioned four that yeah. different sports. That's really great. Well, our family, that's so. really cool. Um, and just uh, spreading again, spreading uh, the athleticism to uh, to its potential. So. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Loyola, your last 28 years. Um, just what brought you to Loyola? Let's start there. You know, what, how did you find your way back to campus? Um, it was my senior year here at Loyola. We lost um, our last game, and we had to win that game to move into the playoffs. So mm-hmm. I was you know, devastated. My soccer career at Loyola High was over. Um, and I remember the next day I was walking the hall. And I was just the first floor of Loyal Hall. It's the old Tracy St. John room. It used to be a classroom. Hmm. And my coach there, Carlos Leon, caught me in the hallway. And we chatted for a while and, you know, comforted me and, you know, just talked about the year and everything. And he mentioned that he needed a freshman soccer coach for next year. <laughs> and um, I immediately told him, I'm in. I want a coach. And it was the four years that I was at LMU, I also coached soccer here at Loyal High. Um, freshman year, 
at LMU, I coached the freshman soccer team. Sophomore year, I was the JV head coach, and then junior and senior year, I was um, Carlos Leon's varsity assistant coach. And I was an accounting major at LMU, but it was through those four years where I was coaching here at Loyola and talking with my former teachers and counselors, and um, you know, and I was more on the even playing field with them because I was gradu- a graduate and getting inside scoop with them, and that I thought I might want to go into education. So my junior year at LMU, I, I kept with the accounting major because I only had a couple classes left, but I started taking education classes. And when I graduated, I got hired at Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. I did not get hired here. Then they hired an experienced math teacher. Um, but the following year, I actually replaced her because she was not asked back. Um, and I've been teaching here ever since. But it was really through my four years of coaching soccer. And I actually coached one year of baseball as well when I was um, at LMU here at Loyola. And um, it was through my interaction with the students, student athletes, that made me want to come back here and give teaching a shot. Great. So let, let's talk about soccer. The, you've had a tremendously successful program. Um, you know, how many CIF championships since you've been coaching? We've had six rings. There's, there was a year or two where we didn't win it, but we won the, the SoCal Regional Championship. Right. And a state championship along the way, one or two of those. Correct. Throw those in there. A couple of them. <laughs> two of those. Yeah, pretty amazing. And, you know, if you would let us in on a little insight for in your your program you know what what um what allows your program to be successful what what type of philosophy do you have out there on the field or even in your classroom too you can talk about some of the philosophies of of your life and what and the relationships you have with your your students with your athletes um if you can share any of those give us some insights um we i think a lot of it is the continuity um of the coaching staff we've had uh Coaches that have been here for a long time, Brad Legant, um, who coaches coaches with me and coaches health or teaches health here. Um, when I was offered the job, he was the first phone call I made, mm-hmm. and um, I told him that we we have our program if we want it because we mm-hmm. coached a couple years together. Um, he I got him here when he was at LMU playing soccer, and we <laughs> coached together. And we talked a lot about having our own program one day, and. Um, I think the stability of the two of us being together and being on the same page and knowing what each other's strengths and weaknesses are and how we can help the boys out um, has been a huge, huge help for the program and myself as well. Um, so that continuity, but our kind of our philosophy is we want the we want the players or even the students to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And we want them to have fun in the classroom, have fun on the field. Um, we spend way too much time on campus working out studying doing homework to not being enjoying it and um, we always talk about if we're not having fun then the students aren't having fun so we gotta have we have to have a good time out there um we talk a lot about discipline we want our players to be disciplined um on and off the field we feel that having a team that is disciplined is going to make a difference um when push comes to shove and we have had some instances where other teams have lost control, and our students, our players, have been able to maintain their discipline, and um, it has been advantageous for us. I remember a quarterfinal game; we had a couple players from other school who ended up getting red cards, and our players did not retaliate. Our players maintained their composure, and um, we eventually beat them in overtime because we had 11 players on the field, and they only had nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talk always about outworking the other team, outworking the opponent. And it starts now, as you said, you were, you saw my son working out. We're working out right now a few days a week. Um, 
and trying to improve and get better so that we can have another successful year. Um, but that's most of the things right. that we focus on um, yeah. throughout the season and off seasons. Yeah, and as an observer, uh, what I see a lot from your program and Coach Legant and you are out there and you're really working them starting now and throughout the season where conditioning plays a huge piece in the success of your program, whereas you're able to outlast, outwork, as you said, uh, these other teams where you, you've won so many overtime games or it's come down to penalty kicks where your guys have their legs under them and they're able to persevere just because they have the mental toughness and the conditioning to do that. So um, an unbelievable run as the, the, the soccer coach, um, which is a huge piece of what you do here, but it's not all you do here and you wear a lot of hats like a lot of people on campus. Um, student activities, working with the, the, um, the student council, uh, running the dances, putting those on, uh, all of that is uh, um, a really special part of what you bring to, to Loyola. So, um, you know, I, I think, well, before we move on from soccer, I do need to ask you who has the freshman um, uh, wins record. Which coach led your, your team to freshman? I'm not sure. What? <laughs> I believe yeah. it's you, Mr. Gore. <laughs> Maybe that's the only reason we're interviewing you. It's just so you have to say it. Yeah, no. Rob Gore uh, has the all-time <laughs> freshman wins record yes. at Loyola. Yes. Yeah. So I, I, I was lucky enough to coach the freshman team uh, for three or four years. To ma- uh, three or four years. I can't remember. But um, but yeah, we had a good run as a freshman. Yeah, I've been, I've been blessed with that. I've had really good coaches at the lower levels as well you know yourself and now you're the head head varsity golf coach i had brian held coach <laughs> jv um soccer and then varsity with me as an assistant now he's leading the the, the tennis program you know mike wood coached um for a long time and he's principal up at um, um jesuit in sacramento and you know we've had kyle schmidt in for a year and he's an lmu assistant and um, Gabe is, was coaching a JC up north. So there's a lot of coaches that we've had that have gone on and um, done a lot of great things yeah. in or out of the soccer program. And so it's, we're blessed to have those coaches come and help out with the soccer program. Well, and it's in no small part to you know growing our leadership capacities. And I'll speak for myself, but I can also speak for others through watching you and watching what you've done with your program and, and how you hold yourself with the students and your players and um, it's uh, it, it's great to have a mentor like you to see somebody who is such a great leader on campus and has such a great relationship with students and players um, that that uh, we're we're all lucky to have you absolutely well, so um, yeah well and, and before we sign off here I don't want to take too much more of your time but uh, I do want to thank you for being here um, maybe just a last question of of who were some of your biggest influences either as a student or a uh, uh, even a faculty member, a coach, uh, maybe somebody on campus that, that really mentored you along the way, um, and any other experiences that you want to share with our community, um, whether it was as you as a student or as an adult on campus. Um, there's been a lot. There are a lot of people that have influenced and been a big part of what I do, and um, there's some some people that you're around and you know not to do what they do as well. Um, <laughs> but you know, yeah. my, my dad was always there and coached us in all three of us have, um, in every sport that we played. And if you didn't know the sport, like he didn't know much about soccer, he read books and watched videos and coached us when we were, when we were young and then passed us on to other people when we, we did it. But his presence there is dedication. You know, those, those things are things you learn as a child and it's what I wanted to give 
and to my my sons, um, um, and I've been able to do that, which is another reason education was a good part, a good choice for me, because I wanted to be able to have that flexibility mm-hmm. um, in the later hours. You know, be able to go to a four thirty practice or a five o'clock game. You know, my dad was able to do that with his job, so I wanted to be able to do that as well. So he's been a big influence. Um, but coaches on campus, you know, like Kelly Nicholson has been an influence. <laughs> he was one of my um, fun teachers that I had, Algebra One. Um, his organization, his attention to detail is so, so important. And, um, you know, something that we utilize throughout, you know, and Rick Pedroius is one of my favorite teachers on campus. And, you know, he has the dedication and hard work. And he's also very organized and um, gets the kids fired up when, when he was coaching out out there so it's you know and it goes on and on you know right chris o'donnell has been very helpful as our ad mm-hmm. um and i've had good really good relationship with jamal adams our principal but we are our winter sports buddies and you know, <laughs> there's only two sports in the winter and we always talked about going five and zero um on our league days we used to have all the league games on the same day most teams didn't have a fret most league teams didn't have a freshman soccer team got it um but our jv and varsity for soccer and then all three levels for basketball that was our our goal going into a, a league game was to go five and oh and you know we shared stories and talked and um spent a lot of time chatting and mm-hmm. running ideas and different situations by each other so we could help each other out yeah and i'm sure the list goes on i don't mean to put yeah, you on the spot like, hey, going on hey, on yeah on. but uh but that's really great and uh, again thank you for taking some time to um, to indulge us in this podcast, we are Loyola, um, and uh, I think we'll sign off here. But thanks again. Thank you for having me.